Hi, this is Joy B. And this is James B. And you are back to our Glow Your Goddess podcast. Maybe you're not back. Maybe this is your first time. And if so, welcome to our podcast. If it is your first time, we do have some things that we should tell you about the podcast. So our podcast is basically geared for goddesses to better understand yourself, to be able to glow up in your personal life, to be able to glow up maybe in your career, but most importantly, to be able to glow up in your relationships. Great. Yeah. So we are always looking for different ways to support you. Um, James is someone who is consistently connecting with people on a very empathetic level. Um, He talks to a lot of people about relationships because he's had them and so do I. And he does that from the aspect of being a person who has really lived life and learned a lot of things, which is why I'm so excited that he is on this journey with me, doing the podcast and doing life. Me, I am coming from a space of being a licensed marriage and family therapist. I am a women's coach. I work a lot with people, whether it's a couples thing or an individual thing, it always comes down goddesses to a space of us wanting to more deeply connect with ourselves and really connect with other people in a seamless way. Hmm. So because of the work that I do, I'm always trying to kind of evolve myself and get into spaces where I can better connect. So recently I was so excited to go ahead and launch a goddess membership. So we have a Glow Your Goddess membership um, where I can work with people either one-on-one or from a group aspect. It offers a bunch Basically, on a monthly basis, I give out different topic information, right? So you guys will get feedback. You'll get support on your journey in glowing up. Um, You can work independently, but you also have access to me in a way that a lot of people do not have access to me. We check in monthly for our coaching calls. And you also, like I said, have an opportunity to speak with me individually if that's something that you want to do. I would definitely check it out to get all the nitty gritty details of how this will really help you on your journey. I'm wanting people to connect with the goddess that is within and then be able to connect that goddess in healthy relationships. I know a bunch of us are dating, ladies. I know we're out here and we want to do it a little bit better. We want to be what I would call an empowered dater, okay? So if you want more information about that, check out glowyourgoddess.com. You'll get a bunch of information there. On top of that, I recently published a book. um, And this is also a book that's going to help you be an empowered dater and learn to date like a goddess. And that book is called Why Won't He Call? Hmm. But you can find all that information, again, at glowyourgoddess.com. The podcast, you have easy access to it there. But, of course, if you're already listening, you have easy access to it anyway. So keep on listening. We just want to keep you updated with all the resources that we always have. What she's trying to say is it's easy to find Glow Your Goddess. It is all over the place. We're on Podbean. We're on iTunes. We're on Spotify. Play. Yes, Spotify and Google Play. And you guys know everyone's on Instagram. So you can keep updated with all of our inspiration on Instagram at Glow Your Goddess. So. 
Today's podcast is one that I think is pretty relevant to the time period. Depending on when you're listening to this, you know, we may be out of the woods, but probably not because this may be going on for quite a bit of time and it has been going on. And when I say- She's talking about a quarantine and the COVID. Yes. Not just being in the woods. This is the woods that we are in at this moment. The woods change, but right now the woods is uh, quarantine. Okay. So what we're talking about today is- being alone versus being lonely. Okay. Yeah. I've been getting a lot of feedback, a lot of energy from my clients that I am working with on a daily basis around this aspect of feeling lonely and what we can do to move from that space. It can feel like you're really out of control of being able to connect with someone, especially when we're in a quarantine. Like, how mm-hmm. do you really cultivate relationships right now? Right? Right. Um, a lot of us can feel like, change is impossible during this time period and especially when it comes to having friendships romantic relationships um, when you can't even travel you can't meet people on the outside there's things that you can do but i want to talk about what that experience might be for you because maybe you're giving it a different name and i do want us to understand what it is to be lonely and what it is to be alone so you can be clear on where you're at and then what steps you can take to move from that space First, I want to talk about what it is to be alone, right? So being alone is not the same as being lonely. So being alone, um, that can be something that's actually a healing thing for you. It can be restful, um, a space for you to reset, get more spiritually deepened, get clarity on your goals, on who you are, where you are, what you want to have, right? So if you're anything like me, you actually love your alone time. (laughs) It's good to have some alone time, even in a relationship. Oh, Absolutely. You know, because a relationship can take up a lot of your space, a lot of your energy in a good way. But if you are naturally an introverted being, right, like myself, even though it never comes off like that to other people that I'm with. um, But if you are introverted, you do need to reset. You need that space by yourself. You need kind of like a sacred space just to be where you don't feel like you're having to be on, right, having to entertain anyone else. And it sounds kind of selfish, like you need some of that space sometimes to not consider anybody else's needs just for a moment and just pour into yourself. And the reason you need to do that is so that you can meet other people's needs later. You can connect in a really meaningful way later because we still need to have that. You know, eventually you want to be able to get back out there and have someone make you laugh or make someone else laugh. You want to know that you are still having meaningful connections, even though you're a person who likes to be alone. So the space of lonely is when this alone time has gotten to be too saturated. It's gotten too big. So you move past that space and then your cup that you need to fill in terms of that cup of love and belonging, it's kind of tinging at you saying, hey, I'm empty. You need to put something in here. So ladies, please understand that this space of love and belonging, this need of love and belonging is a natural human need. You will find a million theories that will support this, even spiritual theories that will talk about the fact that we need to have relationships. I do not believe that we were put on this planet to be by ourselves. Why would there be all these other people and things and even pets and you know whatever? Why would we have all these things if we were not meant to connect with them, right? Why would we even want to have this experience? So Definitely we want to connect. If anyone were to prove that, it'd be, a, what is it, Tom Hanks? 
Uh, what was Wilson? What was yes, Wilson. He needed to create a Wilson. That's how much we need Luckily, love in the Luckily, he had a soccer ball. Yeah. <laughs> and if he didn't, it would have been a coconut. Or it was, was it a volleyball? It was a... It's been a long time I think since it was, I watched was it. A, you know what? I don't know if it was a volleyball or a soccer ball. That's a good point. <laughs> Whatever one of those Wilson balls were, right? But you need... You always need to have something. You can only go so long after you retreat within. Now we want to take all that beautiful energy that you've cultivated within and put it out there. That's what we're talking about. Shining your light and glowing your goddess. It's glowing up with others. It's glowing together, okay? So when you are at that space of loneliness... It's somewhere where you're like, okay, this has been too much. I need to tap into energy. I need to tap into people. I need something else. Please do not let anybody convince you that you are strange or you are needy because you are lonely, because you want to connect with someone, because you want to hear words from other people and throw ideas around and be enriched by that connection. You are not strange. You are absolutely a human being, okay? Don't let anyone tell you you're too clingy. I mean, that's a whole other topic, but sometimes people will push you away from something that is very normal and make you feel strange. It is not strange, especially now. That is why the increase of my discussions around people feeling lonely has happened now because it's very normal for this to happen when we're very much cut off from other people and opportunities, right? The restaurants have been closed. Um, if you used to go, I don't know, um, to brunch or happy hour even, that's a, a big place for connecting even to strangers. We can't even do that right now, you know? Right. We have been put in a position where we're actually afraid of strangers, so why? Why would I want to connect? But it doesn't change the fact that I can be lonely because I'm without something that I need as a human being. Some of the signs that you are lonely would be that you start to spend time with people who are toxic. Maybe you start recycling people that you got rid of in your life that you knew at some point in time were no good for you and you let them re-enter the story, re-enter the scene. Okay, that's a sign that you're lonely. You start to do things because you do not want to be lonely. None of us do. Um, you may also start to attach your worth to the amount of people that you have in your life, right? You may feel like, well, the reason that I'm lonely is because I don't have people. The reason that I don't have people is because people don't really want to be around me. And if I was better, if I was funnier, if I was more clever, if I had more to offer, I wouldn't be lonely, right? So you mm -hmm. kind of get into this cycle, this thought process around your worth when you are feeling lonely. You may also start to be resentful towards people who won't spend time with you. You might feel like you're not giving me enough. You're not making me feel less lonely. Why don't you have more? Like say you're dealing with friends that have their own stressors. You're dealing with family members that have their own stuff going on. And you may start to feel like they could just care less about you and actually create a situation where they do separate themselves from you because they feel that resentment. They feel some of that negative energy coming from you and you're not trying to cause that, but it's a natural reaction to being lonely. So this is why loneliness can actually continue to cultivate itself. And then you may actually believe that the way it is, the way that you feel lonely, is always going to be that way, right? So you can actually start to not trust people to show up for you. You can start to feel like if I do try to have something new, people are going to leave anyway because people always leave. I absolutely had a client say that to me this week. Um, when talking about how we can move her from this space, she's in a place of feeling very hopeless. Like, why would I do that? Because they're going to desert me anyway. No one has time to really care about my feelings and what's going on for me. So why would I try to put myself back out there? Because the same thing's going to happen 
anyway. It's interesting, you know, other ways that you can be lonely. And I think, James, you have, you might have something to say about this. Like, what are some other ways that you think that you um, know that you're lonely? One of the things that pops into my mind, we always have a question mm-hmm. or almost always have a question when we do a podcast. And it's typically from your clients or an email or a text or something that happens in, in your practice. Um, my question this week is, what if we're lonely in a relationship? Can we be lonely in a relationship? Well, I mean, I think you can be lonely in a relationship and that can look different ways. But from your perspective and your expertise of being in mm. relationships, what do you think? What like what would cause you to be lonely in a relationship? Um, one of the things I've experienced in, in past relationships is I have experienced loneliness within the relationship. And I've run up against um, people in relationships where... One person in the relationship is not willing to participate. Hmm. And so in that relationship, you find that they're just, they become distant or they're staying distant. And Mm -hmm. you try to reach out to them. You try to find out what's going on in their life. You try to find out. And sometimes it even becomes, they become despondent. They just become unreactive in that relationship and Mm -hmm. pulling back from the relationship and um, I have found in my experience that sometimes I've been lonely in relationships that were significant others or good friends or just life. Now, if you're with someone who is despondent, right, do you feel like that that can possibly cause you to be despondent? Because despondency usually comes from a space of you being so lonely, then you become despondent. So do you feel like that could happen to you just by being with someone like that? I think it can just by nature of being in that environment, in that situation for an extended period of time Mm -hmm. without getting it resolved, I think that we can pick up on that energy. We can pick up on that despondency and we're starting to find ourselves being, maybe I'm the problem with this person's loneliness. Maybe I am the problem that's causing this person to withdraw from me Mm -hmm. and create the loneliness within our relationship. Okay. So what does it look like to be despondent? If that's like one of the end stages of loneliness, what, like, how would one know that, okay, we're in a stage of despondency right now? If you've experienced that before, what's that look like? Um, It's almost like a depression Mm -hmm. um, where someone is maybe not dealing with something from their past. Um, They're unwilling to deal with a situation within the relationship and they're not willing to give up that relationship maybe per se, Mm -hmm. but they're not willing to finalize a problem. They're not willing to resolve a problem and they begin pulling back from you Mm. and you continually reach out to them, Mm -hmm. but you still find them pulling back. Okay. So the person that is despondent, them themselves can feel lonely because they are no longer willing to try to connect or try to resolve anything. And they kind of feel alone in their thought process, alone in the situation. Maybe they don't even realize why they don't want to connect with someone, but they're not connecting. And then that feels lonely is what you're saying. Yes. Okay. Got it. Um, What are some other ways that you think that you can feel lonely within a relationship? If it's not just being with somebody who them themselves is despondent or lonely or depressed, like what are other ways that that could make you feel lonely in a relationship? Hmm. I'm thinking that uh, if there is some miscommunication or lack of communication in a relationship, Mm -hmm. or you're just not on the same wavelength every day, Mm -hmm. you are an upbeat person and you've had a great week 
and your partner may have not had that great week and they need to pull back when you need to put, reach out. Mm-hmm. And so you can sometimes just not gel in a relationship where one person, hey, I just really need to be on my own. Mm-hmm. And it's important to have outside relationships so that you can allow your partner to be alone in some of their own alone time. Mm-hmm. And if you're not willing to be alone at that point, Go hang out with your buddies. Go hang out with your friends. But there's also some of that ebb and flow in a relationship. So that's kind of interesting. Um, the point you made about you having maybe outside relationships and other things that will pour into your um, the the energy of being connected, right? Like, so if you're if you're completely reliant upon your partner to make sure you're not lonely, that itself can create loneliness if they're not in an energy that they can give that to you and you are deciding that you're not going to go outside of that. And when we say outside the relationship, guys, we're not talking about an open relationship. We're talking about maybe visiting or talking to your mother or talking to a friend. Yeah. Um, But if you feel like, no, it has to come from you, I feel like sometimes you can create your own loneliness because you're choosing Mm -hmm. that I'm just going to shut down with them. I'm going to disconnect and therefore feel like you have nothing because the thing, the one thing that you pull from right now is not available. Right. Um, I, I also have a sense that there's times when you can feel lonely within a relationship where maybe the person isn't depressed. Maybe they're not despondent. Maybe they're not disconnecting, but maybe they're wanting to connect with you so highly mm. they don't want you to connect with anyone else right they they work on cutting off the rest of your relationships exactly so if you are in a situation um where you have someone that is uh maybe insecure themselves maybe controlling maybe they feel like they want to protect you from the world especially mm-hmm. right now right like sure. with everything that's going on and they feel like i need to be the one who has most of your attention and time because i can keep you safe or i can keep you happy you you should only care about me right that in and of itself if you comply with something like that or feel pressured that can leave you feeling lonely because maybe you're used to some dynamicism from other people and circumstances and situations that this person really is not comfortable with you being a part of right that's a whole nother aspect of loneliness yeah so the thing about loneliness within a relationship is it feels like sometimes like we don't have a choice like what am i supposed to do just leave the relationship you're not but you do have to set some boundaries as to what you want things to look like so that you can have the connection that is necessary and i think it is a little bit dangerous to rely upon one person to make that happen whether or not they're doing it on purpose mm-hmm. they can't help it it's your responsibility for yourself to be clear on mm-hmm. what's happening with you and then to try to do something with it so i have people say well what am i supposed to do what if i just actually only have toxic people in my life and I really am lonely like what how am I supposed to not be lonely what if I have um a relationship partner who doesn't want me to go out what do you know what do I do so that I am still having my cup filled well it can be very difficult during a quarantine because right now we can't go out as freely things are opening up a bit but again everyone doesn't feel safe just going out in the world But guess what, guys? All relationships and all connections and all um, energy that we have built to kind of set us on fire does not just come from going out. There are still opportunities to be able to have intriguing conversations with people that can ignite you not feeling like you're alone in something, right? There's a million Facebook groups and I never, I never would have believed that there's so many dynamic Facebook groups as they are, but you can find groups 
with women, with men, with um, groups or cultural groups that match yours and have discussions about things so that you do not feel that you are lonely, right? right? You know that there are other people who have the same opinions that you have or maybe have a nice healthy debate. And or hobbies. Re- yes. Skydiving, swimming, skiing. Exactly. And obviously right now we may not be able to go swimming or skiing or skydive. Still might be fun to talk to somebody about it and plan for the next trip. Exactly. Like just having... Um, the opportunity to be able to connect with someone who loves the same thing that you love mm-hmm. and you like who misses it as bad as you, right? right? Not going to a space where we're all complaining like I hate this so much, but remember we used to do this and I want to one day do this when this is over, right? Having somebody to kind of talk about your dreams and the things that excite you to help you get out of the space sure. of, oh my God, everything's exactly the same. It's never going to change, right? You can still be energized through that. Exactly. Um, so Facebook groups is one thing. Anyone who's been in my office knows that I'm a big proponent of meetup groups, right? So they're definitely special interest groups and meetup groups. Clearly, you meet the people. But I know right now groups have kind of pivoted to be more safe and they're doing things online on purpose because they know that people can't connect. One of my clients is actually a part of... um, What's that thing called? Toastmasters, right? Toastmasters is literally about speaking publicly. So how do you do this group without everyone meeting? They they have made it happen. So all their meetings right now are on Zoom to keep everyone safe. And they're still doing all of the Toastmaster activities that they used to do. They're just finding a creative way to do it because they were passionate enough about it. So my clients who are doing things like that are still able to connect to someone and not feel like they're in this quarantine by themselves. There are other people who desire desire to do something just as much as them. So meetup groups is an option. And one option that I know that everyone has not heard about, and I'm always excited to talk about it because it could sound like a little weird. There was a point in time where like, oh my God, you just chat with people online. And we thought that was weird, like back in the day when I was in high school. And that was a long time ago. Um, But now it's really not that strange. Um, If anyone has been on any dating sites, you're going to know what I'm talking about when I refer to Bumble, right? So we know about Hinge and Match and Um, all types of things, right? So Bumble is not just a dating site. And it was actually a client who told me about this. I was like, are you serious? This thing actually exists? Bumble BFF. If you swipe on your Bumble, there is another section of Bumble. There's actually two more sections. It's Bumble BFF. And there's a section for entrepreneurs and people who are trying to do business and network. But Bumble BFF is so cool. I couldn't believe it. It's like putting a dating profile for girlfriends, but like friend friends. <laughs> so it makes connecting with people so easy, being able to have conversation. Hey, I know for a fact there's a bunch of people who are just on the dating apps or Tinder or whatever just to have someone to talk to, right? Who they may never have any real interest in having an actual relationship with, but they're just, um, you know, biding their time. They're getting through the quarantine. So why not actually chat with people who you could be safe and feel comfortable with having a friendship with even after this is over Mm -hmm. you know you're going to be able to talk about things that are common to you and one of them is going through this and what is it like for you to go through this if you have kids what is it like to be homeschooling if you have like family members who passed away because of this right what is that like for you if you've survived it some people are feeling guilty because things are actually going really well in the midst of this quarantine their business is going well no one has suffered because of covid right maybe it'd be nice to talk to somebody who maybe feels a bit of that 
same kind of guilt or gratefulness, whatever it is. But this is a situation where you can meet someone who is like-minded. You could have done it even before the quarantine, but I definitely want to talk about it now because of the fact that I have so many people talking about feeling disconnected and feeling lonely. There are so many options out there for us to connect and create a community, even in the midst of being locked down in our homes. Cool. Yeah. Um, I've tried Bumble BFF. I've made a couple of friends, haven't really hung out a whole lot, but I know that you have a I, very close friend. I do want to make it clear and put it out there. I won't get into too much detail, but um, our research shows that it is a lot easier for women to make friends on Bumble BFF. <laughs> <laughs> it's totally different. James is able to connect with a lot of people in interest uh, clubs that he has. It's actually in a cigar group mm-hmm. that met physically every Thursday, and now they meet on Zoom every Thursday. They right. continue to do it and have a whole discussion about all the conspiracy theories and whatever the and best cigar catching is. Catching right fish now. Exactly. and our new boats mm-hmm. and... And they pretend like they don't talk about girls on there, but they do. But whatever. Whatever. We won't get into that. (laughs) But, um, yeah, I have actually made some really good friends on Bumble BFF. I never would have thought that was possible. Um, Not anybody weird. Everyone on there is just like you. They're just like me. Like, realistically, the truth is, guys, we want to have good girlfriends. Most of the people on there, they will say, I'm looking for a really close friend. I'm looking for a best friend. I'm looking for a lifetime friend to do these simple things with. And sometimes it's really hard and we get so busy. It's not a bunch of weirdos. It's just regular people on there. So I think maybe some weirdos too. There there could be, but you're able to weed them out the same way you sort of weed out people that you date. And you don't have to meet people right away. You're just talking to them and really getting to know them, right? So I think I've made about three friends and I've kept about one and a half from there. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And, um, but I've gotten really close to people and been completely astounded. I travel with these people. They come over. We do a lot of things together and it didn't have to be anything strange. There's so many different ways to connect with people that are available to us. And we don't have to look at things as being, um, uh, like the result of oh, oh, a loser, so to speak, right? Someone actually called themselves a loser this week because they were feeling lonely, I don't want you to experience that goddess. I want you to know that this is a completely normal thing to be happening for you and you need that love and belonging. I don't care what anybody tells you. So do what you need to do to have that in your life. And don't feel guilty about taking some of that alone time. Parker's feeling alone. He is. (laughs) It's almost time to go take care of Parker too. But anyways, don't feel guilty about needing that alone time, even in relationships or even in your life and your family, because alone time still is important for each of us. But being lonely is something that we can deal with. And it's not, doesn't mean we're a loser. Doesn't mean we're a bad person when we're lonely. We all need people. Mm -hmm. We need relationships. At, at multiple levels. Yes. So, goddesses, that is pretty much all that we have for you today. I hope some of those nuggets that we dropped are going to be helpful. I really want you to know that you are not alone in feeling any of the ways that you're feeling, whether this is during quarantine or not. This is something that's experienced on a regular basis, but like I said, more so now. But I want you to know that you are not in this by yourself. We get it. All of us get it. A lot of us get it. So connect with someone else who gets it, who wants to get you. Hey, that sounds like a plan. All right. 
So goddesses, remember you want more information about um, building yourself, building better connections in your relationships, and also having the opportunity to build some community. There is a goddess gang. There is a membership. Check all of that out at glowyourgoddess.com. Please do not hesitate to comment or ask me direct questions about what it is that we have to offer regarding you glowing your goddess. All right. We'll get with you guys again in another couple of weeks. We look forward to continuing our podcast, and this finishes this up. All right. Have a good night, day, or morning. Whatever you've got. (laughs) Bye. Shut it down when you walk into